Welcome back to another episode of Nick's Adventures Together. I'm your host, Andrea, and today I'm just going to do a little follow-up as we start our third season of Nick's Adventures Together, um, and just wanted to talk about where, we're, where we came from, where we're going, where we're at, getting excited for our new season. Thanks for joining. So, Mix Adventures Together, we're moving into a new season. Um, It's interesting, Joe and I started this podcast, what, three years ago, four years ago? Um, Three years ago. And we started just in the middle of the pandemic and trying trying to remind or reconnect with friends and family in a different way. Just encouraging the two of us to talk to each other. Um, you got we got trapped in you know our home our apartment for you know, months just the two of us staring at each other and we were getting frustrated like many people were uh, watching TV taking the dogs for a walk uh, trying to get out when we could we went to my parents house when we could um, but really it was just like okay we are bored out of our minds what are we going to do and so we thought let's do a podcast this is something easy you can do it at home no big deal and it really helped the two of us get our creativity on um coming up with new topics uh, getting excited to spend time with each other and talk with each other talk about things that both of us were interested in and we really enjoyed the process so that was fantastic it, it really helped the two of us during the pandemic to not go stir crazy or get cabin fever that is where we truly started this podcast, and it was, it, was, it was a great outlet for both of us. Then it transformed into um, our love of Disney. We just wanted to share our love of Disney with other people, get it out there about how special that place was to us, how families could enjoy it, um, how people without children, because at the time we didn't have children, Um, how adults could enjoy Disney and how it can be for everyone. I still, Joe and I are still evolving in that area. Uh, We kind of want to eventually uh, become travel agents, but with the focus on Disney, I've met so many people living in Texas here. We're in the middle of the country. It is rather expensive whether you go to Disney World or Disneyland to find plane tickets uh, that'll get you to your destination um inexpensively and then all the money you have to put out in hotels and foods and getting into the parks it really does add up and so joe and i really want to focus a travel agency on how to help families get to disney (laughs) experience the joy of disney in a less expensive way Uh, because it can really rack up there uh doing all of the things you're supposed to do in quotation marks everything everybody tells you what to do uh you gotta you gotta go on this character dining option you gotta do this you gotta do that and there's ways to get around some of those activities or ways ways to recreate some of those activities um in a less expensive way in a more family friendly way budget conscious way And that's something that we really want to start exploring more as we develop and and create this podcast. Uh, It's a little bit of a hodgepodgey thing because this past summer, we've also started doing more history podcasts and people have actually been responding to those and enjoying learning about our little two second history clips uh, done in a, I think, a, 
uh, facetious, uh, silly, um, but still a little knowledgeable. <laughs> we try our best to do a little bit of research. Um, something that we're both interested in. I'm more interested in the history side, but Joe brings in the politics and, and how like it relates to real life. Uh, so we're, we're really enjoying doing some history podcasts. I think that we'll probably do more of those because people have really been responding to those. But also just, you know, really excited that I personally am entering a new season of my life. Um, I keep saying like, oh, I'm midlife. It really is. I am in mid, my midlife. <laughs> Maybe had a little bit of a midlife crisis in the past year. Uh, I'm 42 years old. And really, I mean, realistically, what? Women only live to be about 80 something nowadays. I mean, hopefully with technology. I mean, medical advances that, you know, that'll extend. But really, I am in my midlife, um, you know, having to grieve the passing of my mother really, I think, kickstarted my midlife crisis where I had to stop and reevaluate what my priorities were, um, how to find my happiness again, because as a person who has always battled depression, uh, you know, losing somebody so significant in my life really, really dropped me into a, a deep barrel of despair there for a while, um, two years of it. Uh, that I primarily kept hidden and from most people who knew me um, it didn't didn't hide it well because it came out as anger or frustration um, but the grief part of it I kept I kept hidden as much as I could um, you know only Joe really got to see it really coming to the point where I wasn't ashamed of my grief anymore and recognizing it and honoring it and recognizing that it is a way of honoring my mother who was so significant and important to my life um, not being ashamed of feeling uh, of admitting that loss really took it out of me um, and realizing that the traje trajectory that I was currently on wasn't the one I wanted to be on um, I thought I wanted it I really did. I thought I was on the path that I wanted for years and years and years, but realized, no, my true path uh, looks a little different. It looked Well, it looked like what I had a long time ago. Um, being a teacher is something that's always been so important to me. Uh, travel has always been something that's so important to me. And the current trajectory that I was on kind of limited my ability to travel. Uh, it was a, I worked uh, 12 months out of the year and teachers just don't. That's just a reality. Now, I was also making a heck of a lot more money than a teacher makes. But at the end of the day, I just wasn't living the life I wanted. Sure, I was making more money, but I wasn't doing what I actually wanted to do. The activities that I wanted to do were going back into the classroom. I'll actually have time to do what I actually want to do. Um, again, being that budget savvy, you know, looking at uh, cost-effective methods of travel uh, is now going to be a big priority. Um, but especially now that we have two kids, we have to bring them on those adventures with us. So really, a new season for me, a new season for Joe, um, getting him excited about the podcast. We tried the YouTube thing. doesn't really seem to be our thing. Uh, the podcast is just easier for us, I think. Um, but getting excited, him excited about editing the podcast and, and doing all that, he really enjoys that. 
uh, and just having more fun as a family. That really is our priority. I'm literally, you know, Friday before I go back to, to work full time um, as middle school teacher teaching what I love. I teach, I'm going to teach history and literature. Um, we're, I'm really excited about this new season that we're starting. I really hope that everyone continues to share this adventure with us on pod on our podcasts. Visit us on Instagram at mix underscore adventures together, and you know join us join along with us. I think we're about to have a really good time. Welcome back to another. Oh wait, I think Andrew already did this. Okay, hi. This is your host, Joe, and um, as Andrea was saying, yeah, we were coming up on a new season, um, new season in general and on the podcast, so we were just going over things we want to do for the podcast and what we think the podcast is going to be, um, and, ho- and where we think uh, the podcast and our lives are going, so at this point... Um, I'm liking what we're doing with the podcast. I think, though, um, I do want to talk a little more Disney. Uh, maybe eventually, hopefully, if we get big enough, but I'm not sure if we're going to. <laughs> but um, maybe do like a second podcast or a separate one, or even integrate it more into this, like maybe some more uh, like Marvel or. Uh, even talk about more of that stuff. I know we did like a few Harry Potter stuff in the beginning. That would be fun to do, like uh, go back over and see and talk more Harry Potter. And I know Percy Jackson's come there. Disney Plus is coming out with a new uh, Percy Jackson show. So maybe we can like start talking about more Percy Jackson stuff. Um, but overall, um, yeah, I'm just hoping that the podcast uh, continues to find an audience, um, grow, um, and with that in life, like, you know, be able to travel more, uh, like Andrea was saying, that we were looking to maybe start, uh, travel agents, uh, become travel agents to help, you know, get people on their adventures and get us more adventures for ourselves, so, we can share them with you and make you and yeah, make you want to go on those adventures and have fun because that's what life's about is having fun. So, uh, we want, I want the podcast to represent that, to represent our love of travel adventure and all sorts of shapes and sizes. I think that we are doing an okay, a good job. An okay job. We're doing a great job. <laughs> um, a big goal for us, I think, is to be way more consistent. I know a lot of the times we're like two weeks uh, between, uh, like a, about two weeks between episodes or like two times a month. Um, hopefully we could get better at that and maybe do like once a month. I mean, once a month. That's even worse. <laughs> uh, maybe do like, you know, uh, get to that once a week period. Uh, that would be awesome to do. Um, and we're sorry for those listeners who, you know, come and go, but, uh, because of that, we are working to get that better, um, every day. So yeah, see, uh, I'm hoping to implement stuff for that. Um, I know Andrea's 
trying to uh, make room and time for that as well. And uh, just life in general, I'm just, you know, we're looking at maybe the big move in next year. Um, and hopefully that helps bring more adventures to our life too, uh, since we're going to be closer to more drivable areas instead of being in where we are in Texas. It's kind of hard to really get anywhere. I know we kind of explain that in the show a lot. Um, and f- with flight tickets now being so, like, they are so high right now, uh, you know, I, I think uh, if we could get somewhere, we could drive more to places that are different and have different adventures and experiences that would be uh, perfect for our family. And being able to do, like, those weekend trips and we would have be able to have something to talk about with you guys when we get back so yeah i'm waiting on i can't wait for that um uh and also in the next year uh, with the season i like that andrea wants to do more history stuff i know she really likes that stuff so if we could get more of those i know i don't know if you guys seems like they go over really well so hopefully we could do more of those for you guys and um that's i think that's pretty much it for me uh yeah that's where i'm hoping it goes you know maybe do more again like marvel bring back a little more harry potter stuff get more into that area and of course more disney stuff i love disney so we'll do more of those and just talking about more of our adventures that's what i want i want to see us talk about all of our trips travels how fun we're having and hopefully that inspires you guys to go out travel take cruises go to newer areas different places and just experience new things happy end of summer is it the end well no, when does fall officially begin? I guess it's not until late September, right? Yeah. And we haven't but, even gotten to September yet, so. But everybody's already pushing it, so. <sighs> this weather's not. No, it's not. This weather is not letting us forget who's in charge. Nope. Summer's in charge. Summer's in charge. And we are just its servants. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, we're still in summer. Never mind. Just kidding. Um, but looking forward to the fall season to see it breaking this high heat i used to love summer summer was my favorite time of year i loved the heat even when we lived in vegas and it would be like 115 yeah it was still 112 and i would just be like yeah this is nothing which is funny yeah you said still go outside and still do stuff like maybe not like hardcore athletics but i mean you wouldn't be outside for too long no, but you could but... like go outside and i remember like having lunch outside <laughs> Oh, no. Sitting in the heat. (laughs) Me and my friends, yeah, used to go get Starbucks, like, get our iced coffees and just sit there drinking iced coffees, like, for, like, an hour or two. Yeah. Just chilling. The young are foolish. (laughs) (laughs) Now my, my, uh, I'm still young. I don't know. 42 is still young. But I'm like, I can definitely feel my body's changing. And I miss... I think it's because we live in Texas and it's a different type of heat. Yeah. 
the humidity will get you. Um, but the dry heat is what I think I, I need to get back to. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dry heat is going to be so much better. Like I think even for your, like, in, for your inflammation. That's what they said, yeah. For your joints and stuff, it's good uh-huh. for your joints. Uh, so uh, this, this summer is no joke. But looking forward to a new season. The fall. The fall and cooler weather and more festivals and activities to do around town. That'll be really nice to enjoy. But also, you know, the new season of our lives. Yeah. What season in your life are you? Uh, Joe doesn't know. Nope. He says men uh-huh. don't self-evaluate like that. I think they should. Or at least he should. Joe should. <laughs> I think it's important, too. I, maybe women, like, we're always in our own minds too much. Um, but I always feel like I'm always assessing my situation and, like, where do I need to pivot next? Like, you have to be looking forward by looking behind you and realizing, like, what mistakes did I make? How can I learn from those mistakes as I move forward? How can I make sure that I'm making intelligent moves as I move, you know, as I go into my next season? Um, how can I, how, what can I learn from the situation I'm in? You see, I just kind of go with it. Like, I keep everything that I've learned uh-huh. from, like, the mess-ups, knowing, like, okay, this is how you not do it again. Right. And this is how you fix it. And then... I keep going until something comes up and then I have to readjust and I know what not to do, what to do, what could help, what may not help as much, maybe, but I don't like constantly think about it. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I think about it all the time and I'm always like, it's almost like a source of anxiety too. Like I cannot make the same mistake again, even though sometimes I do, but cannot make the same mistake again. (laughs) Yeah, I, I see it as... My analogy was looking at a clock. Yeah. Like, if the clock is working, everything seems to be going fine. Like, the second hand is moving right. It's, you know, keeping time fine. I don't have to worry about it. Right. But once I... I'm not saying I don't look at the clock. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if everything's fine, I'm not gonna... But once you notice it's suddenly, like, five minutes late... Then you go in and be like, okay, what gears do I have to adjust? What do I have to do to get it back to on time? Mm-hmm. And again, just know, like taking what I've learned before. Hey, maybe it just needs a new battery. It needs, needs a, a recharge. Battery. Needs a new strength, a new new spring, or mm-hmm. or this gear just bent out of whack a little bit. I need to put a new, just bend it back a little bit, and it'll be fine. <laughs> so, but and then once it's back running, it's we're good going again. I like that analogy. That's a good analogy. Clock analogy. The clock analogy. The clock running on schedule. <laughs> yeah. Is it ahead or is it behind? Or is it right on time? <laughs> That's a good analogy. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That makes me, I mean, I know that my gears were out of sync for a while there. And so taking the time necessary and needed to get back on track, to evaluate, self-evaluate, to look at, the choices that I made and how I'm going to make different choices in the future was needed and hopefully we can see a positive uh, result moving forward. I'm excited for that new season coming my way, um, healthier season, looking good. 
Um, and then just looking for more conversations on the podcast, like we were both saying in our yeah. little spiels of where we want the podcast to go, where we want this whole thing to do. Um, but I do have an update from a previous podcast that I did um, on the Henrietta Lacks, the Gila Cells. Uh, if you don't know the Gila Cells, it was very interesting. I learned about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to share this. But go back and listen to that podcast. It was very interesting. Um, I thought it was. Did you think it was? I thought it was too, yeah. It was very interesting to learn about, you know, chemistry, biochemistry, I guess. Yeah, biochemistry, genetics. Genetics, yes. And how cells are used to create new medicines. But Henrietta Lacks has her own connection and story um, that affects everyone today. Everyone. I mean, everyone. Well, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people on this planet are directly affected by the contributions of Henrietta Lacks. Um, And I, my update for her is that her descendants, uh, her family or her family's trust sued the uh, company that had been using Henrietta Lacks's cells. And they so they placed a lawsuit on them in 2021 for profiting off of Henrietta Lacks cells without um, permission, per, without permission, gaining consent from number one Henrietta, number two her family after after her death. Um, so and they have they have settled the court case. No, we haven't been told what the results are of that settlement but the case has been settled in favor of the family or the trust okay so they're 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 getting something from it that's what they're saying yeah that the company knows that they just that the family deserves something exactly the company unjustly enriched itself off of wax cells the family argued in their lawsuit filed in 2021 and uh, according to the associated press in Baltimore, August 1st, 2023, it was announced that the company um, has, fi- has not filed, has uh, settled settled uh, with the family. I'm sorry, I was trying to find the name of the company. For some reason, I don't have the name of the company all of a sudden. What happened to it? It was there, and then it was, now it's gone. <laughs> Sorry, the name of the company is Thermo Fisher Scientific. So they have settled the lawsuit. That's really interesting that, you know, they're acknowledging that they were wrong. This was an an unethical practice. Yeah, practice and... That happened a lot, but this is one that they actually can, like, pinpoint. This is one family that's able able to prove that you unethically harvested cells for your own profit. Yeah, that's the thing. They profited off. Right. So, they, yeah, the, the family deserves the, some money for right. it. Right. They never asked permission to make money. Like, it's one thing when it was just being used for research, but once you started profiting off of this, you have to tell the people. Yeah, and they need something because it is, it's, I guess it is your property since it's your body. It's your cells. And technically, she didn't donate it. Like they, yeah. she never, she never consented 
to them harvesting these cells and for saying, research purposes, never the, let alone to make pro- for profit. Right. So that's the only reason why I would say, like, yeah, 100%, the family should be compensated. Um, now, if you donate your body to science, Joe, I have a question. If I die and I say, donate my brain to research, I don't think I need my brain in the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, donate it, and they come, they disco- make some medical breakthrough. You're not compensated for that, right? Like you, no, as you a survivor, donated. right? I, you, I before death, right, have donated, donated. to research. So right. anything that comes of it, yes, I get. My family would not get be compensated for that. But the, what makes the heal our Henrietta Lacks's families the difference is. That they never told them. Yeah, and there was no paperwork saying I. I give, give consent. consent. I give up, like even if you give like blood to a blood bank, it's right. like you're. If the blood bank somehow profits off of that, you're. There's a contract there saying like, no, I'm giving my blood to you. Yes, I donate plasma. Yeah. I've donated plasma like three, four times now, and. I understand that they're using my plasma in research as well as to make medicine. So, like, if they have some amazing breakthrough using my particular donation of plasma, because it's, you know, full of glitter and magical like a unicorn. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My plasma is so fantastic that they have some kind of a scientific breakthrough here. Like, I get I'm not going to be compensated for that because I... Well, I was compensated because donating plasma, you are compensated. But... I'm not looking for additional compensation because, number one, I'm aware that it's being used for research. Right. And number two, I was technically compensated. But, yeah. So, this is... I just wanted to go, like, this is a unique case. Yeah. Because they just took it without her permission. They took it without her permission, without her acknowledging or donating it or anything. And then she just happened to have extraordinary cells that did amazing things that led to incredible medical breakthroughs. And I never went back and told her well, she and tried to do what well, or her family and right. asked permission for it. Right. They never went back to the family and said, "Hey, these cells are fantastic. We want to be a, we want to make more me- uh, medicine and do more research with it. Is that okay?" Um, and it's going to lead to uh, selling this medicine eventually or these vaccines eventually. Um, again, it's a great story. Her story is fascinating. Um, the, what happens after her death is very interesting. And I highly encourage you to listen to that podcast to find out what happened to Henrietta Lacks' cells and why this is such a big deal in 2023 when this harvesting of cells took place in 1951, I believe, um, if my memory serves me correct. I think it does. Um, so this is this is some... This is interesting. This is what justice looks like. Yeah. It's good that the the people actually beat a corporation for once. <laughs> yeah. The little man won. The little man won. Or in this case, the little the little cell that could. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope that you guys continue to join us on our little adventure here in the podcast world. Um, but also looking forward to some fall adventures. Like I said, some... Festivals around town. I'm really pushing, not so subtly, a trip to Chicago in our future. 
and not so subtly. It's coming. It's coming, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like trying to convince myself what t time of year, again, the seasons. Do I want to go in the winter or do I want to stick to the fall? Uh, she asked me the other day, oh, when can I get a taste of winter but still be a little fall? I was like, kind of like March-ish. Because we're, you know, Chicago's still kind of coming out of winter. and That's not fall. I mean, spring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said fall. Uh, but, yeah, it was like March, you know, maybe a little spring there, but still might be, still get cold or still potential of snow. But she did not, she shut that down. I was like, no, I want, I want more winter. I was like, really? Really? You want more winter? <laughs> I really want, I, no, you know what it is? It's because my mind, as I can always think, like, where are we going to move to next? Because I'm always looking for a new place to move to. And... I know we did this whole podcast. I'm like, we're moving to Arizona. I want to get back home. I want to go home. My sense of adventure, though, is already going. Okay, so after Arizona, where are we going to go? <laughs> after, you know, I commit to things in groups of eight. Eight? Eight, usually eight, nine. Eight years. When I get to eight, I'm like, let's go. We got to move on from this place. <laughs> eight is like my number. We've been here for nine years in Texas, and I, we got to do at least one more year or so. Um, so I'm thinking like, okay, I've already set my mind to Phoenix, Arizona, or just around that area. Uh, so then eight years there, the kids will be 18. Will they? be 10 years there. Be about 10 years and they'll, uh, they'll both be 18. No, nine. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> oh my god, my math is horrible. Really? I like, do you know how old the kids are? No. <laughs> about eight more years, about eight more years. Well, yeah, it'll be maybe nine with you know letting Janaya graduate from high school, but it'll be time to like think about where we're gonna go next. And my brain, I'm thinking like. Okay, let me try Chicago in eight more years, nine more years. I'm not even going to be barely, what, 51? Yeah. That's nothing. Still harsh winters. <laughs> I know. That's the only thing is when you're 50 and your old bones and joints start kicking in. Yeah. And my knees are already starting to hurt me. Yeah, most people are from Chicago are looking to go to Phoenix in eight years. <laughs> that's true because <sighs> I don't know. I just don't want to miss out on an adventure. True. And I think living in a place that's completely opposite of, from anything I've ever lived in is an adventure I want to take. But at the same time, I, I get it that oof, those winters are harsh. Yeah. But I want that kind of same vibe of Chicago. Like where Where is that vibe? Because Chicago, the, few, the times that we've visited, I've only been there twice. Joe grew up there. But... There's a vibe. There is something special about Chicago. Where else yeah. in this country is that vibe? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Have to, have to take more adventures and maybe find some place. See if we can replicate it in less snowy conditions. That's going to be hard. Less snowy conditions. It snows a lot of places in the U.S. So. I know, but that's what I. But I'm looking for the vibe of Chicago without snow. Because if I want it, because if I move okay. someplace for the vibe of Chicago, then I might as well move to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the vibe. I'm looking for the feeling. I'm looking for that je ne sais quoi. Okay, we'll keep looking. We'll keep looking. Keep looking. All right. Well, if you guys know of any places, let hit us up on Mix Adventures. Nope. Mixed underscore, underscore adventures together. 
Let me know. Where's that Chicago vibe without that Chicago winter? If yeah, if you could, if you if you know one. It could be in another country. Okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, give me another country. I'm ready. I'm the adventure's there. I just gotta ra- finish raising these kids up. <laughs> <laughs> That's an adventure all on its own. Exactly. So. We gotta get we gotta get through that adventure first. But I mean, parenting never ends. But. I tried to tell Juan, that, let's go, let's go to Europe, and he's, he's like, you can't live there. Yeah, you can. Let's go. People live there all, all <laughs> the time. People live there right now. Yeah. <laughs> let's go find some place and move there and go on an adventure. And he's just like, oh, leave Texas, let alone the United States of America. What? I don't know. Let's get him to leave Texas first, and then. I know. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye.